You are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D Sides Orphans and Oddities. Hi, everybody. So you remember uh, every time I did the show, just about I always mentioned. Um, well, about half the time I mentioned my friend Dan, who lived up in Plattsburgh, had a uh, a job as their uh, web guy. And uh, we had been friends for about 40 years, 40, hmm, 45 years. Uh, and uh, he was a reclusive fellow, especially towards the end. Uh, he didn't like people coming to see him, so we didn't. And he didn't post any pictures on Facebook. So we never knew, you know, how he was doing except for from my show, I would always text him or he would text me and say, good show. Or uh, we would talk about music, politics, everything. Uh, and we had uh, good times and we had bad times and we spent years not talking to each other. But towards the end of his life, as it turned out, uh, maybe the last uh, 10 years or so, we talked a lot. Um, and Dan died this past week and I miss him. Uh, I miss him because of his friendship and I miss him because he was a genuinely good guy who taught me or tried to teach me that in the end, all we have to give is, is kindness. So I try to live by that and try to offer kindness is wherever I can. Uh, so he was, uh, he was also a big fan of my show, and he had remarked, I think, uh, accurately that this is kind of this is kind of our show, his and mine, because uh, we always we always loved music, and we we loved um, going down the old rabbit hole and finding different subcategories and stuff. He taught me a lot of artists, and I taught him a lot of artists, and. Um, he was pretty open-minded, musically speaking, um, back when we knew each other from uh, our days in Buffalo. And um, I, do, I, I think of him all the time, you know, when I'm watching a commercial or watching uh, the Olympics, which are on now, I watch, uh, hear someone say something really, really stupid, like, the U.S. wants to score here. They, someone actually said that. Um, that when they were watching, where they were broadcasting about the ba the basketball team, U.S. wants to score here, or the U.S. doesn't want to go away without points. And Dan and I just loved the absurdity of those just stupid little moments, and the fact that someone was on on national TV, worldwide TV, spewing that garbage. So, uh, for the sake of uh, my show tonight. Uh, I just wanted to, um, you know, dedicating a song to someone or dedicating a show to someone, it, it seems really trite. And I'm not going to do it, but I just want you to know that uh, whenever I do my show in the past and in the future, I'm thinking of Dan, Dan Lewis um, and uh, the great, the great friendship that we had. And uh, I'll never forget it. So on with the show. Tonight's show is about uh, someone who actually has something in common with with us, and that is that when they were they, when they were in their 
prime, their first three albums was always the prime. The first four or five albums, they just loved making music, and you could tell that they just loved what they were doing. They just loved the feeling of making music, of writing stuff, of doing things that, that nobody had ever thought of doing. Um, but Os Mutantes is the band that I'm featuring tonight, and uh, I, would, I, would, I would understand if you've never heard of them. But their origins go back to about 1962, 63. And um, their uh, heyday was the late 60s, early 70s. But we'll get to that. Anyway, I wanted to tell you that I'm, I'm still buying music. Every now and then I'll find something that I, I'm, I'm very curious about. That doesn't happen often, but when it does, you know, I buy it. And it's usually either bad vinyl or obscure vinyl, something that's not too pricey, but something that's really interesting. And this was interesting. I bought a compilation called Country Funk. And there are three volumes that I know of. And I got volume one. And I listened to to it, and, and some of it is, is not good. But I want to play you a song from it that I love. And I don't, I don't think that the, you, I mean, this is a country, country artist. His name is Larry John Wilson. And uh, the song is called Ohoopy River Bottomland. And I just, it's, this is, when I, when I hear this, I think Elvis should have done this. He should have just stripped away all the choruses and the orchestras and, and, and gotten rid of the, the crappy songwriters and, and, and stopped doing Bridge Over Troubled Water and found himself some young, hungry guys like Larry John Wilson here. So anyway, I'm kicking off this set with something really, really nice. It builds. Be patient with me. Mm-hmm. In South Georgia, there's a river called the Ohoopy River. My people have been living down there Making love and war and babies and liquor For about 285, 90 years And in the meantime they've corrupted old Hoopy To become uh, the Hoopy This low-rent land has turned to sand I done stood about all I can Leaving I'm leaving Papa, he said, good luck, son. Try to remember there's always one you can turn to when you need to. Mama fixed a boy some ham and whole cakes and dry your eyes cause you knew one day it'd make his own way quick as it can, Lord, from the hoopy river bottom man. Mm-hmm. The farmhouse leaning and the barn is rotten the back is bent. Chopping cotton, I'm making, I'm making Boxing pine and cropping tobacco Wild mule and no count track Just quit now, and this is it now This land has brought me pain and sorrow The trailways coming through tomorrow I'm leaving, leaving. man, soon as I can, Lord as I can. From the hoopy river bottom land Mm-hmm. 
years gone, been on my own. My belly told me money's gone in Reno. In Reno. The bright rich town with city sound. And everybody telling me to lay your money down, boy. Get your bed down, boy. Them that win, them that's betting, them that's got, them that's getting, I'm leaving for home as soon as I can, Lord. As as I can. Back door to the river bottom land. Dry highway, Utah byway, a semi-stop and he's heading my way. Thank you. Oh, thank you. The driver said, son, I just had to ask you, did you find yourself a greener pasture? No, sir. I said, no, sir. Met a few people that's friends of mine, mostly Utah, been unkind. Salt Lake City can do without me. There's some folks in Georgia that care a little about me. I'm leaving for home as soon as I can, Lord. Through the Hoopy River bottom land.
So that was off of a um, 
greatest hits album. Wait, there we go. That was off of a great album released in 1981 um, <clears throat> called Melord de Bill Haley and the Comets from Brazil. And a studio version of Mohair Sam, he had played it and released a live version of it, but the studio recording is rare. So I thought you'd want to hear it. You know, a man who was about to, you know, shuffle off this mortal coil singing a song about how much Charlie Rich hates the Beatles. Anyway, Bill Haley. Before that, Bill Haley with Let the Good Times Roll Again from 1979. Before that, Rita Lee, who I had mentioned. Well, maybe not. She was in Os Montantes. We'll get to that. And her twisted version of And I Love Him. Before that, Charlie Lloyd with The Beach Boys from 1971 and All Life is One. <sighs> hmm. Charlie Lloyd, um, or Charles Lloyd, excuse me, recorded a song called TM, which was about transcendental meditation with the Beach Boys. Uh, and later on, you'll get to hear Charles Lloyd with John McLaughlin from Mahavishnu Orchestra and Mike Love together having a jam session, man. And before that, the great Larry John Wilson song, Ohoopy River Bottomland from 1974. I love his deep voice. I love his, I love the fact that the guy who produced it put in hand claps for the last verse. It just adds a little something. I love that song. And I'm glad, I'm glad I got that just for that. All righty then. This is Gilbert Neal with D sides, orphans, and oddities. So I'm I'm a little bit on a Bill Haley kick. I like to hear his later stuff. Um, there was an album somebody released. I can't find it. With uh, I think 24 or 25 versions of Rock Around the Clock recorded at various stages in his career, and they all sound the same. I mean, it's the same song over and over again, but. It's interesting for me because, you know, I am an amateur historiographer. Anyway, um, here's some more of that thing. By, by the way, this is from his, his album from 1979, um, Everybody Can Rock and Roll, or Everybody Can Rock and Roll. And you can hear like it, it's so cheap, it's so cheesy, and the band has like no swing at all. But it's 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 like a rush job. Everyone can rock and roll from uh, the Sonnet label. <sighs> but listen to the to the to the real really bad performance of the band. It just really does a disservice to him because he went through a lot of stuff. I don't need. An island all alone I don't need A hundred acre home I don't need My name set up in lights To know that things are right I don't need To hit that lucky street I don't need to own most of the streets 
Thank you very much. Rock and roll revival. If it means having audiences like you and uh, places like this to work by, I think the New York Post said today, I didn't expect them to print it, but they did in the article today, and I mean it. When I'm 75, and if you can still clap your hands, I can still hold a guitar. We'll still have rock and roll. I'll still be playing, all right?
Well, the '60s weren't uh, weren't good for everyone. Uh, so there you have uh, Tiny Tim playing, well, singing uh, that wretched song by Sonny Bono. Uh, I got you, babe, doing a duet with his girlfriend at the time, Eleanor Barukian, and the band backing him up was the band. So it was around 1967, and uh, when your band needs money, when they need a gig, you take whatever gig you can get. So Tiny Tim was the (sighs) very popular back then, and um, so there's that. So you band completists... Go uh, go find a copy of a compilation called Down in the Basement, which is like uh, the Basement Tapes Plus. Um, recorded for the soundtrack of Peter Yarrow's movie You Are What You Eat, which uh, I've played some songs from that on my show, but... I didn't like it very much. I don't like Peter Yarrow's songs very much. So you'd have to go back a few years to find cuts from You Are What You Eat on my show. Um, but interesting curio. Before that, um, Elton John from 1967 with a song called Nina on what would have been his debut album which just came out this year called Regimental Sergeant Zippo, which is just as psychedelic as you think it is after hearing that title. But this is a pretty good album, and his voice has always been special, but on this, on this album it's you know crystal clear, and he's fighting against the psychedelic trappings of production back then. Um, this is before he met uh, or before Gus Dudgeon took over the production duties. So it's kind of cluttered, but good, really good. And I'm surprised that this album didn't do better than it did, but it came out this year. So I would, uh, I would, if you're an Elton John fan, I would, um, I would definitely uh, seek that out. So a song called Nina. And before that, uh, song poem. I've talked about song poems before, but somebody on Reddit suggested that um, that this was a, a unique song poem, and it certainly is. I could tell it was recorded in the 80s, but I can't tell when. A song called Alphabet Man by Buddy Ray. Before that, Bill Haley singing... His big hit, Rock Around the Clock, from 1969 at the bitter end. And that voice you hear at the end of the uh, of the song was Bill Graham. No, it wasn't. Who's, who's at the bitter end? No, 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 no. Who's at the bitter end? I'm getting confused. I'm an old man. Before that, so, so you heard that version of Rock Around the Clock is really, really swinging. It's really good. And before that, Bill Haley and his quote comments 
I need the music from that uh, album I talked about before. Everybody can rock and roll, or everyone can rock and roll. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Um, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing some very obscure stuff coming up. So stick stay with me, and uh, I promise you the rewards of rock and roll ear like yours finely tuned to um what i'm going to play is is stuff you've you've never heard before i don't think many people have heard it's not all os mutantes but it's it's somewhat related i don't know but um let's go Yeah. Musically, this should be very interesting. This is a truth. <laughs> <laughs> Mahavishnu John McLaughlin, Michael Love, and Mr. Charles Floyd. Please, will you? Right now. Would you? Are we rolling? Yes, we are. Thank you. 
look at me Well, I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree And I feel I'm sitting on a cloud I can't understand I get misty just holding your hand Well, walk my way And a thousand violins begin to play Might be the sound of your hello That music I hear makes me misty The moment you're near You can say that you're leading me on But it's just what I want you to do And don't you notice how hopelessly I'm lost Well, that's why I'm following you From my glove, I'm too misty, too much in love. You can say that you're leading me on, but it's just what I want you to do.
chato, chupando chicote. O Sancho tem chance e a chance de cote. É o vento e a morte mais caro que chato. Chicote no Sancho, no meio sem rima. O povo me puxa na rima. WHUP LP Hillsborough. Eu cantar 
Live Gilberto Gill uh, from an album he released in 1977 with Rita Lee, a live album featuring them both solo and together called Refestanza and Odara is the song, and I just I just love it. I love Gilberto Gill, uh, and I have a lot more to learn I think about him and that movement in particular, which I'll talk about in a second. Before that. Mutantes from their second album and the opening track, Adoma Quixote from 1969. Lovers and Friends with a song with, with a version of Misty. They released one album, has multiple versions of covers, but it's the same album. And it's from 1977. Very obscure. No one's heard of it. Well, people have heard of it. I mean, obviously they have, but. Um, I don't know. And before that, John McLaughlin, Charles Lloyd, who was goofing around on the flute there, and Mike Love, everyone's least favorite member of the Beach Boys. And a version of California Girls from a show called Speakeasy with Chip Monk from 1974. <sighs> it wasn't very good. It wasn't bad. It just was. Uh, why? Anyway, 
So this is Gilbert Neal, and I um, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the band that I'm featuring. Moreover, the uh, girl I'm featuring, uh, Rita Lee, who's a big star in Brazil, as well as uh, Os Mutantes were big stars. Well, they weren't big stars. They weren't big stars compared to her band that she uh, formed after Os Mutantes, which was... Um, uh, tutti Fruity. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, you know, if you can imagine uh, the Beatles coming out while Donald Trump was president and got to do everything he wanted, that's where... Brazil was when Os Mutantes released their first album. Um, and I played Gilberto Gill because he was someone who um, who was uh, exiled because he um, well, I don't. I, I guess I can't claim to really know too much about it, except for to say he was more uh, a political liar. He was he was a, like a political. Um, uh, he was a victim of the politics of the day. I'm reading a bunch of articles. Like there's one on Discover Music um, about Tropicalia. Excuse me, Tropicalia music and. Uh, that's a movement that was really powerfully influenced as brief a time as it as it, as it existed in by uh, Os Mutantes. Uh, uh, Rita, excuse me, <clears throat> Rita Lee, Sergio Diaz, and his brother Arnaldo Diaz Baptista. Um. They had been in uh, Gilberto Gill's backing group at the 1967 TV Record Festival held in Sao Paulo, which was a big deal. Think of um, uh, the Eurovision, sort of. Uh, beamed into the nation's homes if a group's Beatles haircuts haven't given it away, their unashamed embrace of Western rock music was loud and clear. This was a cultural takeover. So it was like seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. You know, the next day everybody went out and changed their hair and stuff. And they really introduced a cultural revolution. But again, I mean, as, as, as hard as I studied this last couple of weeks, I still am not sure that I understand it. All I know is that I love these records these first five records of theirs and some of Rita Lee's solo records too and some of the things she did with Tutti Frutti. Uh, as I said before, they they betray a love of just freedom of creativity and music and subversion, you know? And like, uh, I, guess, I guess the nearest thing I can think of was uh, Chuck Berry. You know, when Chuck Berry came out with those records singing about um, 
what it was like to be a teenager in America, going to school and having a car and all that stuff. But he was a black guy. And I think I think as great a, a, a storyteller as he was, there was some subversion going on. Brown eyed, handsome man. Come on. I love that. I think that's my favorite song of his. I, I think that's as subversive as rock got back then. I'll say I'll say that. Anyway, and so it is with Os Mutantes, and I'm sure that someone can call and tell me um, more about them. I I bought their uh, Everything is Possible compilation uh, maybe 10 years ago, when it, 15 years ago, and I loved everything that was on it, but... I thought we were due a show that had uh, very, very um, that 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 dug deeper, and uh, I hope you like this music. And uh, it's interrupted by a, a demo version of a song that um, people of a certain age will recall. So let's go.
revista. Agora é moda. Bionica no corpo inteiro. Agora é moda. Culpa o mercado estrangeiro. Que 
Sounds like they flew Chris Squire in to play bass on that. Hey, my name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I'm playing a whole bunch of Rita Lee and Os Mutantes, as well as her band after that, Tutti Frutti. You can hear all sorts of stuff if you visit my podcast and subscribe. It's D-Sides dot podbean dot com and I keep it regularly updated with stories and images and album covers and stuff like that I work very hard for you and I ask no thanks evidently no I ask no um I forgot what I was going to say anyway let's go back in time shall we so we started that set with Os Mutantes Ando Mio Deslegado or The Defined Comedy or I'm Half Off is the title of the album The Divine Comedy or I'm Half Off after that Fuga number, Nombro Two Nombro Dos from 1969, their second album, which was just called Mutantes. They started their career as Os Mutantes, then Mutantes. Then I threw in a little crazy curveball with 
the demo for the Porpoise Song by Carol King. The Porpoise Song was sung by the Monkees in that memorable, relatively speaking, opening scene where Mickey Dolenz jumps off a bridge and gets saved by two mermaids. Anyway, that song you hear is The Porpoise Song, written by Jerry Goffin and Carol King. Probably uh, the height of their artistic aspirations. Don't make excuses for the garbage. Porpoise Song was their best one. Just don't. After that, Rita Lee and Tutti Frutti from 1978's, um, and the song is called Agora e Moda, or Now It's Fashion. Now, Rita Lee met her future husband, Roberto de Carvalho, while he was a member of Tutti Frutti, the band that she put together. And the album was Babylonia from 1978. I like it. I do. And after that, Vamos Tratar da Saúde. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Now, in 1972, Los Mutantes was sucking wind, as we say. And the record company, Polydor, decided that they would sell more copies if it was just a Rita Lee joint and not Os Mutantes. I don't know if it worked. I cannot read Portuguese. I can only translate. But I like it. I like all her stuff pretty much, except for later on, you know, Os Mutantes became more progressive um, in the vein of yes and uh I would say Uriah Heep more than anything else. But um, they became big. They were they were big stars. Os Mutantes kept going and going, and they're still out there today, um, as far as I can tell, touring, but not with Rita Lee. There's so much more to talk about as far as Os Mutantes and Rita Lee is concerned. But it's only a two-hour show, and gosh darn it, I have so much stuff to fit in. I'm not going to get to the last thing that I was going to play, which is, do you remember um, I was talking about Bill Haley, and then I played you that version of uh, Mohair Sam, the, the one that uh, Charlie Rich wrote? So he had done it live, but the studio version was very rarely heard. And, and in fact, only just came out on that 1981 compilation from Brazil. That whole album is just a bunch of um, re-recordings of his big hits. And uh, the, 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 the um, Rock Around the Clock version which I'm not going to have time to play, but it sounds like it was recorded, you know, with 
more primitive in more primitive microphones and stuff you can recognize it because it's a great song and you can't kill a great song like that but it's it it just sounds a lot different um sounds a little tinnier but um oh who knows well you know what i'm tired of talking you're tired of listening so i'm just going to play music for the rest of the show this is gilbert neal d-sides orphans and oddities and I don't know. I have special feelings for you. I just can't express, but here we go with more stuff. Bye. 
So I forgot to tell you that among in my set list today, I included that single that was recorded in um, 1975 by the association. Now, you know that uh, the last show I featured some regrettable songs by the association from the association Bites Back. But this single was um, released before that in... um, 1975, produced by a fellow named um, Jack Richardson, whose um, claim to fame was working with the Guess Who. Then uh, I guess the association thought he did such a good job producing American Woman that maybe five years later they could do the same magic for them and uh, one Sunday morning. All right. Before that, Rita Lee in 1980 with Shangri-La, Lady Babel, and Yo No Creo Pero, which which means I don't think so from 1974. Now I'm done talking. Now I'm done talking. I'll see you next week on D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I'm Gilbert Neal. Nessa cabeça saiba que ela pode ou não, ou não. Cabeça pode. Cabeça. Que tem nessa cabeça saiba, irmão. Que nessa cabeça saiba que ela pode. Que nessa cabeça saiba que ela pode. Nessa cabeça saiba não. Que nessa cabeça saiba que ela pode. Saiba que ela pode ou não Que nessa cabeça Saiba que pode Que nessa cabeça Saiba que ela pode Explodir Cabeça 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 Que nessa cabeça Saiba que ela pode Explodir Cabeça Saiba que ela pode Nessa
Cabeça, cabeça, saiba que ela explode. Cabeça, cabeça, explode. Cabeça, explode. Saiba que ela pode, irmão. E que nessa cabeça sabe que ela pode ou não. E que nessa cabeça sabe que ela pode explodir, irmão. E que nessa cabeça sabe que ela pode explodir ou não. Eu te amei Como um 
This is the show where we look back into the past, the not so distant past, 